there was a month that I made almost three times what I got from my nursing job if I combined my AdSense plus the sponsorships. Wow. What is up, guys? Jason here. Welcome back to the channel and our series, Nurses to Riches, The Road to Fire. In our last episode, we spoke with Oliver, the Kaiser nurse making $8,000 per week. He gave up working in tech so he can become a nurse. So if you're someone who's contemplating a decision between computer technology and nursing, then you should give that video a watch. But in this episode, we're going to be speaking with Nanel. Nanel is a nurse working in the UK. And the reason I am so interested in this conversation is because she has been able to grow so rapidly on YouTube. She went from having 10,000 subscribers to 80,000 subscribers in less than 10 months. We're going to pick her brain and talk about her finances as a content creator. Nanel, please introduce yourself. Let us know where you're from and why you decided to become a nurse. So my name is Nanel Griselda and T. I'm originally from Ghana. That's where I trained. Um, as a nurse and then I relocated to the UK to practice as a nurse so I've been in the UK for about four years now practicing as a nurse so you've been practicing in the UK as a nurse why did you decide to move to the UK out of all places you could have chosen any other place why the UK so at the time the process to relocate to the UK for nurses was quite short and it was very straight to the point. And I knew a couple of people that had already gone through the process to take me through. I actually started the US process, but it's very difficult. For instance, there's no NCLEX exam center in my country. You have to travel to like India to write it or something like that. But the UK process was just straightforward. It was very, very fast. I think it took me, the whole thing took me four or five months. But my other colleagues that chose to go to the US, it took them like two years. The whole process, the visa, oh, yeah, it was quite a lot. And I was desperate to leave because I was jobless. I was done with school. But you know, these issues in Africa, there was no job and I wanted to work. I needed money. I finished <laughs> my BSc nursing. So I decided to... Uh, moved to the UK. Yeah, that's why. Now, BSc, is that a Bachelor's of Science? Yeah, Bachelor of Science. Okay. Four years in uni, yeah. When you first landed in the UK, had you ever traveled to the UK before? Do you have any family members there? No, nothing at no. all. No. <laughs> was it scary at all? No, I was excited for the challenge. I was just excited. Yeah, I was just anticipating like, what, what could happen. I was just happy that I had gotten a job, a good paying job, you know, compared to where I am from, you know. So when you got that first paycheck in the UK, how did you feel? Very happy. I started taking <laughs> extra shifts and all. And has your family visited you over there? So on the visa, on this work visa that I'm on, I'm eligible to move in with my husband and my kids. So I think two years after I moved here, I went back to get married to my fiance. He was in Ghana. So he's he's joined me here. And, but he already has family here. And a few months down the line, we had a baby. So now it's myself, my husband, and my baby. Okay, so it didn't feel too lonely because at least you had your husband. And then he has some family there, right? And then you ultimately ended up having a baby. Yeah, yeah. And what type of facility did you first get employed in? So I'm working in a nursing home. So there's um, a nursing unit and there's a dementia unit as well. And I work both floors, like you rotate. So I can work in a dementia unit and I can work in a nursing unit as well. So before moving to the UK, did you work in a facility over there or did you just go straight out of school and apply to go and work in the UK? So you mean back in Ghana, in my home country? In Ghana, yeah. 
So in Ghana, when you're done with school, you are made to do a one-year mandatory job for the government, sort of. It's just to give you experience. So during that time, you're not paid what you deserve. It's just a token. So I did that one year. And after that, I worked in a private clinic for like two months, then I moved. So in Ghana, we don't have lots of nursing homes. You know, in Africa, it's more about extended family, taking care of the elderly and all those. We don't have like nursing homes. I think it's just now being introduced in most African countries. So I had never went in a nursing home. It was quite new. But I had seen them in movies, so I kind of knew what to expect. Do you know what the average salary is for a nurse in Ghana? I think even if you have a degree, you'd be earning around 2,500 Ghana City, which is, let's say, just a little over... 200 pounds that's about let's say maximum 300 dollars i think and do you know how a month okay. mm-hmm. and how much do you earn now in the uk as a nurse per month my biggest salary since mm-hmm. i came was like let's say 3600 pounds per month that's a little i'm sure it's like close to four thousand dollars or a little yeah. over four thousand dollars but that's per month as well i know mm-hmm. in the u.s you get paid like weekly yeah it depends on the hospital, but usually it's every two weeks. Every two weeks, yeah. So that, yeah. that 3,600 pounds was for like a month. But that's me working overtime. But now that I'm doing just three days a week, I, I bring home approximately 2,000 pounds a month. Do you feel that that's enough to cover all of your expenses? Well, it's okay. Especially compared to where I'm from, I think it's, it's, it's okay. But yeah. if I hear the stories that, you know, you share on your channel, like, <laughs> look like it's like peanuts. But yeah. Really, because there's, um, let's say, averagely, we spend for bills and everything, we spend around 1600 That's yeah. because of where I live in the UK. It's one of the most affordable places. For instance, we live in a two-bedroom apartment, and it's £525 a month. So it's not... Wow. Yeah, so... That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's not expensive at all. So based on where I live, and I think it's okay. But like I said, compared to countries like U.S., you feel like you're really being cheated. Yeah. You know, now it kind of makes sense why Ali Abdal and all these other U.K. doctors have decided to quit and just become YouTubers full time. Right. So I have been agonizing about this for many, many months. But I think I'm finally at the point where I can comfortably admit to myself and to you guys that I'm going to be leaving medicine for good. Ali Abdal's video, there was a video he did and he was sharing how much he was earning as a junior doctor. I work 173 basic hours. Uh, and 25 hours out of hours, which comes out to £3,054.76p. And then because I work around one in every three weekends, I get a bit extra for that. So that's around about £200 a month. So the total comes to £3,255.7p. Me, as a nurse working in the care home, my pay was more than his. I know. That's what I'm thinking about. (laughs) And that's pretty sad. You know, Monica and I went to Cuba with like 20 of our co-workers back in 2017. And I remember one of our co-workers got injured. So we had to rush him to a hospital. And when we got to the hospital, there was an orthopedic surgeon that had to do an evaluation of our co-worker because he injured himself so badly. He had to get an ultrasound of his leg and some x-rays, a couple of things. And while we were waiting for the results to come back, the surgeon started asking us questions because he knew we were from the U.S. Okay. And he was like, hey, if you don't mind me asking, how much do nurses get paid in the U.S.? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know. Are you sure you really want to know the answer to that? Because I kind of, you know, I had a feeling that, you know, in Cuba, they made a lot less, even as a surgeon or a doctor. So I told him that in New York City, nurses made the hospital we were from about $90,000 a year. 
Wow. He said, "Do you want to do you want to know how much I earn per month here?" And I was like, "How much?" He said, "500 US dollars per month." He's an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, wow. and I remember he told me that the cab drivers make more money than they do. Did you catch that? This guy makes more in one day than a doctor makes in a month. In Cuba, you will see these doctors and nurses all walking the streets, but you see the cab drivers in cars. Wow. I know yeah. that in the US you have like the CNAs, the LPS, and the RNs and the NPs, right? Yes. In UK, the ranks it's arranged in bands. So we have like band 1 mm -hmm. to band 9, okay? But when you're a new graduate from school, you start at band 5. And when you are an international nurse migrating to the UK, you start at band five. So my salary is band five, but as you progress, uh -huh. you know, up the bands, it gets higher. I think the highest I've seen is the band nines. They are like the senior nurses. They earn um, in a year like over a hundred thousand pounds in a year. That's yeah. pretty good, actually. It's not. Wait. It's not to get there. It's it's not yeah. easy. Yeah, it's an insurmountable task just to get there. So to get to band nine, is it an education requirement or just experience requirement? So to get to band six, let's say you can just I, I can just apply for a band six role, and then if I pass my interview, I could be promoted. But if you have yeah. like all these, um, if you've done all these courses, you know, relevance to yeah. the um, role that you are applying for, you get like it increases your chance of getting it. You don't necessarily have to do yeah. a master's to be a band six or whatever. Gotcha. What's yeah. the fastest amount of time you've seen somebody get from a band five to a band nine? Mm, I, I, it'll be difficult to tell. Yeah. Uh, do you know somebody who's a band nine? Yeah, I interviewed a lady who's a nine. I think a couple of okay. years, maybe close yeah. to a decade. Yeah. So that's not too bad if they're living in an area like where you're living in, because oh, the yes. cost of oh, living yes. is not so yeah. high. They're actually yeah. living pretty comfortably, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I know you started the YouTube channel about two years ago. Yeah. Why did you decide to start a YouTube channel? Out of all things you could have done, why a YouTube channel? So I was one of the first people in my batch, in my year group back in Ghana, to move to the UK. And when I came, a couple of my friends back in Ghana were still jobless, waiting on the governments to give them jobs. Life was hard. So now people started asking me what the process was like. So I had to send them how I filled my passport application, how I filled this document, the process, this recruitment agency that helped me. And I had to do it for each single person. So I decided, well, let me just do a video. And then now I can just share the link and then everybody else can watch. And then instead of having to, this person will call you and then you explain the whole process and then another person calls you. So that was like the main motivation to help my colleagues. But then now it, it became more than just my colleagues, you know, everybody else. Did you ever imagine you would grow so quickly like you've done in the last year? Not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> because I look at how quickly your channel is growing and I just, I'm like, man, those are my goals right there. <laughs> because, you know, yeah. You know, when I started, I got pregnant along the line. So there was a period that I was off for nine months. Yes, there was a period <laughs> I was off for nine months because I didn't like how I was looking with the pregnancy and I wasn't comfortable yeah. showing that on yeah. camera to the whole world. So I didn't film for like nine months. And this is the growth. So if I had been consistent during that nine-month period, I'm sure I've had twice as much. So can you tell everyone right now how much you're currently earning from YouTube? So in the last 28 days, I think I made um, just around $2,400. 
-hmm. And I think last month I made $2,100. So it's around $2,100 to $2,400. Yeah, for the past three, four months. Yeah. You're getting to a point where this income is going to replace how much you currently earn at your job. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And about a year ago, do you remember how much you were earning per month? There were months where I wouldn't even get anything because, you know, you have to reach the $60 threshold before YouTube pays you. So there were months that I was not even getting anything. I had to wait for the next month to get my... (laughs) That is exponential growth. At the rate that you're going, if this continues, I can't even imagine how much you're going to be earning per month in a year from now. Yes. Yes. What are your goals with the channel going forward? I know you do interviews. You interview a lot of nurses that have moved from Ghana or other countries to the UK, but you want to branch out in other ways. What is your plan with the channel? Huh, no, no. Huh. You know what they say, if something is working, <laughs> just continue with it. You don't want to break the process, right? It seems yeah. like this is working for you pretty well. You know, I think the reason why people do follow you is because they feel like now they're part of a community because you were someone who was in their position long ago and they feel like they can relate to you in some way, right? Yes. And, I, and that's what I've noticed with the community that's growing with our channel is I started in a position where I didn't know where you could work to get paid more, which cities would be the safest cities to move to in the U.S. And a lot of people that watch our videos, it kind of resonates with them. And I think that's part of the reason also why we're beginning to grow a little bit faster. And I don't think I want to break that process just yet. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's times where you want to dive into something new here or there. But I did see your last video where you went grocery shopping. This no, easy. No, no calculator. You just use your, your head. No, I wait. You wait. Yeah. Check. This is two k six pounds. Have you ever considered hiring somebody to edit the videos for you? Yes, actually, I've been looking for somebody, but I wanted somebody where I wouldn't pay so much. So I've been looking for editors back in my home country. So but I'm, I've, I've still not found anybody yet. So I'm still trying, you know. I'm sure one of the key things you're looking for is someone who has a vision similar to yours. Because exactly. you also don't want to hire somebody, right? Yes. That's a difficult part. That's a difficult part. Yeah. 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 And that's also why I haven't outsourced my video editing. Because I've tried to do it before where I went on Fiverr and I hired a couple of people to just do shorts. Okay. But they picked the worst parts of my video to turn into a short, you know? <laughs> They don't see it like I do. That's the difficult part. It will take a while. But this guy, you know James Jenny? Jenny, no. Who is that? He's this guy who's growing so fast on YouTube. Within like a short while, he has like over a million views, a million subscriber story. And he does these type of um, documentary style videos. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. I was raised as a Catholic, but I wouldn't really describe myself as religious today. I had never heard of things like megachurches or televangelism or the prosperity gospel. That was until I stumbled across an infamous interview. How are you, sir? We'd just like to ask you about why you don't want to fly commercial. His editing is is like perfect, right? And he was thinking that that's what he he was thinking as well, that how is he going to find somebody with like with his vision to edit but he did eventually find somebody who's now editing and he says that he was new to editing so if he himself was able to learn how to edit in this short while 
there are people that have been editing all their lives. So there's definitely somebody who would understand what his vision is and then bring be able to join him. So he eventually found somebody. So I think if we keep searching, we might actually find someone that is gonna be it's gonna be a bit hard. And you know, I don't know if you realize this, Nanel, but I'm so obsessed with numbers because um I'm always looking at my analytics. I'm disappointed in myself because every time I make a video, I want people to stick around longer than they did the last time. You know, not every video is gonna do well. And I learned this from Think Media. Not every video, you might you yeah. might put in a lot of work, but it, it might just not do well. So you have to be That's okay true. with that. You just have to be okay with that. And That's rather, true. Just keep keep making more videos. I have a friend who just got hundred K subscribers today. Yeah, and I saw that. Like content than I like I do, but she posts like four videos a week, sometimes even more than that. But what she does is she films, and then the husband does the editing and everything. So she just films, 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 and then the husband does the editing. Sometimes I could I could be like, oh no, nah, this is I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life always checking analytics and i guess the reason i'm so hard on myself is because there's been several businesses in the past that i've tried to endeavor in and they were successful for a short period of time and then things that were beyond my control took over and i had to quit those businesses right like when i did the drop shipping and then facebook banned me because at the time their advertising rules were very strict and i was advertising ads with more text in the ad than there should be okay. you know just for something very simple like that so like if I had a picture of a person and then I had text over the person's head, but it took too much of the entire ad, they would flag my ad. And eventually, if you get too many flags, they ban you from Facebook. And that's what happened. So that's when I was doing Shopify. I put all this effort into this dropshipping business and it took me so long to finally see some profit. And then when I did, bam, here comes another company and says, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I feel like at least with this YouTube thing, like I said, I have the website too. So I'm trying to focus on you know my viewer and make sure that I'm giving them a fulfilling experience, but also I'm seeing growth in the income that I'm earning. So that has to do with like, you know, if you own a business, you have to see which product are people paying for the most? Which one are they purchasing the most? Because then you can determine, okay, this is the product that I'm going to have in stock more than the other products. Maybe I'll double down and I'll offer something similar as well as a package and sell it for more, right? So I look at all these things when I'm looking at the analytics because it lets me know, okay, if you're looking at these specific things, it'll help your channel grow faster but again it's just me i'm like i'm just so obsessed with the numbers <laughs> when you when you when you listen to the likes of let's say mkbhd and yeah. uh, ali abdal it's like yeah. that means we have done really well because yeah. it took ali abdal quite a while to reach like you know, let's say a thousand or five thousand yes. or thousand so if you look at your growth that means like you've done well and these yeah. people have a million subscribers now so that means yeah. like we'll get there just that's true you're right yeah. You're right. Actually, for Ali Abdal, he was posting two videos a week for six months before he reached a thousand subscribers. And then when he got to 10,000 subscribers, it took him like another year or so. So it took him a lot of time. And yeah. he was posting way more than I was, you know, or than I am. Do you think you're ultimately going to be able to quit your nursing job? Or is that even in your thoughts? Like you ever plan to quit if your YouTube income is so large that you might not even need any additional income from your nursing career? I feel like what if something happens and then YouTube is no more and I would have quit my nursing job? So what I would rather do is I would reduce the number of hours I work. In the UK, we do something called revalidation. Like every three years, there's a certain number of hours you should have worked in that three-year period to be able to renew your license or your pen. 
still it's not much it's not a lot of shits maybe like three or four shits in that whole three-year period so what i would do is i would rather still keep my pin by picking a shift here and there like you know and then to be able to renew my lenses every three years but to quit entirely, I, I don't think I'll do that. So what did you think when people like Ali Abdal said that they were going to quit being a doctor altogether? And I knew that like I wasn't fully massively passionate about medicine. And I recognized that when I'm 50 or when I'm 40, is this really the thing I'm going to want to be doing for like 40 to 60 hours a week? I realized that a lot of people are stuck in these jobs that they don't necessarily enjoy full time because they have to be in them to pay the mortgage, to pay the bills. I don't want to leave medicine, but I don't want to have to stay in medicine just to pay the bills. Being a doctor in the UK is very like time consuming and exhausting. And I don't think he would have been able to put in this much effort if he was still working because he would have to like work for hours. And if you are working for hours and you're getting just like 15 pounds an hour or less, and then looking at how much he makes from YouTube per hour, for him, I think it's justified. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's making like $4 million a year oh, or something like that, now, right? Now he's like, lots of people depend on him and his company for like their livelihood because now he's like an employer with several employees and these employees have families under them so it's like now he's like a huge person you know so he should just keep doing what he's doing here i'll tell you this my goal is to be the biggest nursing finance youtube channel in the u.s <laughs> I, I and i'm hoping yeah if you keep up with this consistency i i think i think it'll because the thing is, you even find people that are not even necessarily subscribing to your channel. My dad watched my video with you. My dad is my dad watched my video and he's subscribed to your channel. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. He was like the, you know, when he said, Oh, so that guy bought that house and the wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just fascinated and he subscribed. So if you could have done nursing all over again, would you still do it? I will do it. I love, I love it. I will do it. That's awesome. Especially where you work. It seems like it's not that stressful, right? It because it can be stressful, but I don't think compared to somebody working in there, you guys call it what the emergency department, like, yes. yeah, it's not, it's not as, as busy as an emergency department, but we have days where you can have a few, a couple of incidents, but mm -hmm. let me say 65 or 70% of the time it's, it's quiet and calm. What do you guys call the emergency department over there? A and E. A and E. What does that stand for? Accidents and emergency. Accidents and emergencies. Yeah. You guys call it what? Yeah, we call it emergency department. department. Yeah, ED. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys get injured at work, do you have health insurance? How does the insurance process work over there? It's provided because by yeah. I remember when Monica and I went to the UK, we spoke with one of her relatives and she worked for a private employer and she told us that she opted for private insurance instead of like the government provided insurance. So before, when I was coming, I actually paid for health insurance. Like it was part of the visa application process. You had to pay for like a, um, each year and it was, it was okay. But after the pandemic, like we did sort of like a campaign to say that we are here in your country helping you guys with this whole pandemic and then you don't give us anything. So they scraped it off. They scraped the whole health insurance for immigrant nurses off. So now if you're an immigrant nurse, if you are yet, if you are now yet to come or if you are in the UK, you don't pay for the health surcharge. That's how they call it. But before pandemic, we were paying right now. If you are a health worker, Yourself and your dependents, that's your spouse and your children, are all covered. You don't have to pay for the health surcharge. And I know you asked me in your video about the parental leave. 
How much paid time off do they give you when you go on maternity leave? So here it's different. It varies. I work for a private employer and mm. I think I could have taken about nine months off. Yeah, nine months paid. But it's not fully paid. I was getting, majority of the time, I was getting like 560 pounds per month. So that's just my rent. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it wasn't enough. So I had to start work early. But if you, if you want, you could take as much as a year. But if you are working for the government, it's much better. The, the maternity mm. leave is much, much better. It's much higher that That's, citizens yeah. get much more i am still considered an immigrant until i get my uh, british passport that's pretty sad though because um i remember even me as a father i got two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars every two weeks when i was on paternity leave and monica was getting the same amount but she got it for about five months i got it for three months but come oh, on I you guys pay a lot of money in taxes Yes. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes to the to fund the, the National Health Service. That's the NHS. Yeah. I think everything and goes. yeah, it goes to fund them, but then you guys don't get paid well enough, I think. Not at all. <laughs> but I'm rooting for you. I'm hoping this YouTube channel will just go off to the point where you can say, I don't know if I really want to do nursing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that moment. Yeah. I will definitely if I start seeing that much growth, because these days it's tough. I think from last week I had about seven companies that were waiting for me to film their videos. And I had only filmed like, let's say three. And they all want me to post the video before the 30th. That's next week, Friday. Mm. And like, How am I going to do this? So maybe when I start getting loads of sponsorship and the money is like that motivating, I will decide not to do it full time, like I said, and maybe just pick a shift in a month or something. So um, for anybody watching me that wants to do YouTube, um, I feel like, um, you just don't have to concentrate on the numbers for now. Just see it as like a form of investment. Just keep investing your time and, you know, everything else. And then it will eventually pay off. Give yourself post consistently like two, three videos every week without fail for like two years. And you definitely see the level of growth that I have, if not more in on your channel. And once you start doing that, honestly, because there was a month that I made almost three times what I got from my nursing job if I combined my AdSense plus the sponsorships. Wow. Yeah, because there are some sponsors that were giving you a fee, you know, and then they give you a referral coach. And then when people, you know, use your link to get the products, they give you something extra as well. And surprisingly, hundreds of people use my link to get that particular product or service so aside the fee that the people paid me the link that i shared the, the referral bonus got me way more than adsense plus even the fee that the people had paid me you get it yeah. and that's just one company wow yeah and the link is still working till date so youtube it pays off like with time Honestly, it does. Like if you have started, so far as you have something that people would like to know and then people are watching you, just put in the effort, just just put in the time. Do not look at the numbers because people start and then they're expecting to grow so fast and they don't see the results and then they are turned off and then they pause. That's the that's the that's the like the worst thing you can do to yourself. Cause what who knows? Maybe you're just about to take off, you know, and then you stop. And the Algorithm punishes you when you go off for a long time. It does. Because you see people with 500,000 subscribers, 200,000 subscribers, and then you realize you check their views and they have like 100 views in like two days. And then you ask yourself why. 
Like you go back to look at their channel and you realize that the last time what they posted was like six months ago. Then mm. I know that yes, that's the algorithm. It's not gonna it's not gonna pamper you when you come back from a long break. No, yeah. it's mm. gonna hit you hard. So just mm. keep being consistent. And then the amazing thing about YouTube is that you can get so many other sources of income from it. People mm. are doing short courses like myself. I want to start a course. I want to do like an online course for people that want to grow their YouTube channel and share a bit more than what I have shared in this video. And so you can start doing an online course. You can sell digital products. And for instance, you can introduce your own products as well. Like if I introduce my own product with the kind of subscriber base that I have, like I'm sure, like just recently somebody purchased from my, I've been seeing people buy from my, my match shop the whole time. Like, you know, the, yeah. uh, the match the, on the YouTube yeah. shop. Yeah. Yes. And from one, really? sale, from one sale, I made like eleven $11 profit from one sale. Wow. So imagine if that grows as well, if it's something, yeah. if it matches something that people would really like. It's it's huge. Honestly, yeah. everyone should have a YouTube channel. Honestly. I agree. Honestly. And how did you go? I know we're like at the end of the video, but how did you go about um, reaching out to these sponsors? Did they come to you or did you go to them? So when I started, when I, I, I went before I got to 10K, I told myself I'm not going to do a lot of sponsorships until I hit like 10K. So when I hit 10K, one company contacted me. It was a financial transfer, is a money transfer company. You know, most of my viewers are immigrants. So immigrants mm -hmm. will definitely want to send money back home. So mm -hmm. I did, they contacted me first. That was the first company I worked with. So when I saw the money they were willing to pay, initially I, I was like, okay, for instance, I want 500 pounds mm -hmm. and then, Someone says, no, that's too small. And then I basically <laughs> said, okay, now I want thousand pounds. And they were like, okay. So it's like, they didn't hesitate. So I was like, oh, is that how that works? So now yeah. let me reach out to more people. So I got, I watched another a YouTube video that showed me how to write this letter or email to these companies. So yes. I looked at my audience and then the kind of um, companies or the kind of services that I use personally and that mm -hmm. I could reach out to. So I reached out to some of them on, on Instagram, DM. And then mm -hmm. some of them actually responded. I'm like, I use your product. Look at it. I have it. I use it. And But I have a YouTube channel. And I would like to, to share it with my audience as well. So there was this product that I was using. It's an app. It allows you to make calls to other countries without internet data or without... Um, it's very affordable. So Because if you're using the local, your, your normal phone, whatever, you're going to waste so much money. So it's a very easy way to reach your family back in Africa. If you don't have Wi-Fi, you don't have data or whatever on your phone or call credit. And I was using it. So I showed them my history, my call history back in 2020. I'm like, look, I've been using your product. And the manager phoned me. He was really impressed. And that was the first company that I personally contacted. And then um, I did one video for them. And I, I think I was the very first influencer to work for that company. Now, just last week, they reached out to me again for another video. And I've seen that now they are reaching out to other influencers as well in my space so i feel like um sometimes you, if you know that your audience might like this particular product just contact them and sometimes i when i'm watching my own videos i check the kind of adverts that youtube places in my videos as well so that's probably because youtube they check all these things to see that there's probably a product that would suit this type of audience so i check as well and if it's something that i feel like oh okay that's actually great i'll try and reach out to the company as well and I've reached out to two companies and it was all positive. But the rest, they didn't reach out to me. And then, yeah. See, yeah. no, no, you're like, you have a business mindset, entrepreneur mindset right there also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
because we used to have monica and i used to have we still do it's still up but we don't post any more videos on this other youtube channel it's called traveling dorks where we just post videos of our travels it was not like a um, talking head video and then b-roll on the side it was just like nothing but b-roll it was like cinematic footage okay. and we started reaching out to companies and at one point we were sponsored by gopro but we only had like th yeah at that time we only had like 2000 subscribers and we were we were getting sponsors but i haven't done that with this channel yet you should, you should. I know. let me tell you this last month one of the companies that i've worked with for like months they sent me a message that now we know you do three videos for us every month i do three videos for them like every month and then mm -hmm. they pay me a certain amount of money mm -hmm. but we had a meeting and, you know, they're able to track how your channel has helped them. And I try to do it from my heart. Like, I try to, because, like, this week, this um, it was it was, it was was a sponsored week. I'm supposed to do an advert for this this particular hair. And the person mm -hmm. came for one video, but I make sure I posted two videos. It's not mm -hmm. just, I want the person to see growth and come back. It doesn't hurt yeah. me to wear it like, twice. It doesn't hurt me yeah. at all. And Absolutely. I people to come back. So I put in my all to do the advert for them. And this company contacted me and then they said they are increasing my pay. I was like, <laughs> wow, like, oh, we know we pay you this amount for three videos every month, but now we want to pay you this. I never asked for it. I was waiting till next year to tell them that, no, please, now you can't pay me this anymore. <laughs> but look at what happened here. Really, that's like, amazing. Yes. And now they yeah. make short videos for them for their Instagram. And that's another page altogether. And for mm. their Telegram. Like, so I feel like you can contact the companies and once you do an advert for them, just put in your all and they will see the growth that you brought to them or the improvements or whatever. And then they'll just keep coming, honestly. And I don't know how the how the companies are able to find influencers. I don't know if they also have a platform or whatever. But once you keep getting one, two, it just starts flooding in. Yeah. Really? How they do I it. can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah. Because I know I use um like finance apps to track our net worth. And, you know, I've made videos of how much we spend per month or how much we save or invest per month and use the apps. I'll show them as B-rolls in the videos. Maybe I need to reach out to those companies and let them know, hey, listen, I use your product. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. need a sponsor. Oh, yes, yes. And they can even show them that video that you did, you know? Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, this is a person that actually uses our product and is recommending it to others. That's more believable because I try Absolutely. to use all the things that I recommend to people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have rejected a few companies because I'm like, no, this doesn't, yeah. you know, yeah. But if I try to use it and it's, it's beneficial, I would definitely recommend. And that way, it's not fake. The advert is not fake. It's like genuine. Genuine. Very genuine. I see that. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, Janelle, I know it's getting kind of late. So how can people reach you on YouTube or on social media? I have an Instagram just dedicated to my YouTube channel. That's Nanel underscore Griselda. And um, just like my name says here. And then if you go on my YouTube channel, Nanel Griselda as well, if you check the about section, you can find links to my Telegram, links to my Instagram, any, any other, my email, and any, every other, whatever there. Yeah. Cool. And I'll plug that in the description for everybody to see also. Thank you so much. It's been an honor oh. to me. I know I'm the brokest, if there's a word like that, nest to be on the channel. <laughs> no, you, you know what? <laughs> exactly you let me tell you you are going to surpass every single nurse i've interviewed so far i believe in you now <laughs>
<laughs> yep, you're gonna be you're gonna be the nurse version of Ali Abdul. Amen, amen. That, that's that's right. my prayer all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, Ali Abdul, sure. blessing. Oh, all right, guys, that's it for this video. If you want to be a participant in one of our Road to Fire series episodes, then make sure you click on the link in the description below. And if you want to watch other videos in our Road to Fire series, then make sure you click on this playlist here.